Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up. Never shut up. Never shut up. Never shut up. Good morning, everybody. Today is Monday, October 30th, 2023. I am your host, Efren Jr., and today we pulled Concertina. Five, four, three, two, one. It's the We are going to have some guests here to the end of my run because I wanted to say goodbye to my favorites. And we're starting with my very favorite. We have Shay Stymack. Hi, Shay Stymack. Hi, Ethan Jr. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. I'm happy to be here. I want to give a little history, a little Shay Stymack history. Shay has appeared two other times on Never Shut Up, two other times. April 5th, 2020, where we pulled Your Cloud. And on May 5th, 2020, when we pulled Code Red. And that was our song draft contest, like results episode. And that was like one of our most listened to episodes. So it's a voice you know and love. Wow. I did my Shay research. You'd be proud. (laughs) (laughs) But lest we forget that... uh, I think it was a week or two weeks where you had taken a little hiatus and I was recording every day for you. And I, um, it was when you were doing the like today in his story, you know, yeah. like, right. His story. Yeah. So I, you know, would pull dates or whatever. So I don't know how long ago that was maybe 2019 yeah. or 18. Even. Oh shit. Lest we forget. We did forget. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Holy shit. I'll play a clip here. Roll it, Oliver. You've got mail. Hello, everyone. My name is Shay Stymack, and I am stepping in for Mr. Ephraim Jr. this week to bring you your history lessons. First, I just have to tell you, I have never done a podcast before. <laughs> Besides the couple of times I was a guest on Drive All Night, Talking naturally with someone face-to-face or on the phone, again, natural, right? But this is very new and a little nerve-wracking. But when Ephraim put out the call for help last Friday, I thought to myself that I would give it a try. We couldn't let the week go by without our daily dose of memory lane. So here we are. It's okay. I'll get some seafood later. Okay, so... I definitely did not know what I was doing, but I pretended like I did. That's good. You got to fake it till you make it. That's right. So you were the original replacement host. Well, I guess I'm the original replacement host because this is David's show. Uh, what was that? It was what was his show called? It had a nightmares oh, yeah, or dreams. A, don't be afraid of your dreams. Don't right? be afraid of your dreams. I loved that podcast. I yeah. did too. David, on, get it David. together. Yeah, bring it back. Seriously, David is very, very, very busy right now so Mm. i'm sure the idea of adding more to his plate would make his brain explode (laughs) we'll forgive him the few episodes that he did put out there are great great. if any of you haven't listened to it i highly recommend you do don't be afraid of your dreams is the name of it he takes horror movies and like relates them to your life it was really good yeah Um, well produced okay so i want to touch base with you on a couple things that we never wrapped up like you lost a garden snake and you found it in your vent. Do you remember that when that happened? While you were she did. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. She came back and uh, <laughs> she has 
since been rehomed. My daughter uh, gave that snake to her boyfriend because oh, okay. he just loved her so much. So he's taking care of the serpentine. We still have Hades, who is the ball python, and, and Hades is beautiful. <laughs> I was just about to say, I will now accept invitations to your home, but never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, the home we have for Hades is a lot more secure than Serpentine's was, so oh, okay. there's no chance of him getting out. <laughs> Thank God. Well, you know, there's a python outbreak in Florida. Have you heard of this? I have not. Oh, yeah. There's a python outbreak in Florida. Um, they're like everywhere. That's what I read in Miami specifically. Yeah. Okay. I Weird. only read it because I was at Alamo Draft House and I was renting a, uh, like a little DVD from their like free rental called Serpent's Kiss. And he was like, oh, there's a python outbreak in Miami. I'm like, I didn't need to know that. Maybe it was Tampa. <laughs> but then I looked it up and it's true. <laughs> You think they're going to come slither their way from Florida to California to get you in the night? Is that you know, what you're other pe- worse people have. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I wouldn't worry. So you have an 18-year-old daughter, right? And a 21-year-old daughter now? 21 and 19, oh, yes. Oh, 21 and 19. How's that? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's great. Yeah. You know, my oldest is, uh, yeah, she's in uh, massage school. So she's learning how to be a massage therapist. Oh, amazing. And my youngest is doing great, working two jobs, you know, just being little adult girls. Oh, and my it's God. really weird. But yeah, they're amazing. It's like cute to say, like, we we made a baby, but like you made <laughs> adults. <laughs> I did. Yeah, how we did. Happen? How did that happen? <laughs> Really, I mean, it's so cliche, you know, don't blink and you miss it. But it's so true. Like when true? I see them, I'm like, wow, they're adults. Like Anna, my oldest, is less than a year. I mean, she, I had her when I was 22 and she's 21 and like a half. So mm. it's that's, that's really weird that yeah. she's almost the age that I was when I had her. But um, they're amazing. I'm really proud of them. And I'm proud of me and my husband for, you know, raising up two wonderful humans. When you were last on this show, your husband had suffered an injury on a skateboard Mm. ramp is he back oh yeah that was that was a long time ago so yes he's he's uh fully healed although he does not skate much anymore which is fine he's pouring all his energy and creativity into his music so okay yeah he's an amazing if anybody wants to check out his one-man band (laughs) it sounds silly saying that but he's called cereals you know with an s and He's actually really, really great. Um, Serials, you can check him out anywhere on any streaming platform, YouTube. It's, I mean, his roots are in punk, but he's just so creative and his songs are so interesting and in depth. And he's, he should be like a professional mixer, especially. He's really good at mixing. (laughs) Amazing. I was about to make a teenage hustling joke and I realized that I made that exact same joke years ago. Tell me it again. He should do a cover of Teenage Hustling. Oh, right. Yeah, right? Because you said his roots are in punk. I recall playing him on the show at one point too. Mm. Yeah, I don't remember what song it was that you played, but um, yeah, I've actually played, you know, different. I'm like, okay, you need to cover a Tory song for me, Denny. And he has listened to her enough to believe that he can't do it just because she's like so he's actually he's so he's really a great musician um but she is so intricate and he wants to be true to the you know to the original material but i i don't know i have faith in him maybe someday he'll do it yeah it's wild he's covered regina specter he's covered miley cyrus yeah it's great (laughs) amazing so we pulled concertina today let's talk about it do you have anything let's do it do you have anything uh, illuminating to say about concertina I mean, I believe that you and David said so much, almost said it all about almost it on the episode. Much. But, you know, the the line, the fiercest calm, that's probably a, a good 
mantra or line to kind of have in the background daily. Um, mm. Just, I think that's a good thing, right? Yeah, a fierce calm. Yeah. Yes. Like being fiercely devoted to your own calmness. That's where I'm right. at right now. Yeah. What are your like? If you were to, you know, have pull a pull a line, what would it be? For you know. My favorite thing about doing this show is that, like, I really want to unpack Concertina. And and I feel like, especially because we're nearing the end of my run, like, I want to unpack it so thoroughly because this might be the last time I ever speak on it. We've done the main show and now this. So this might be the last time. But then, like, I could just pull it again in, like, three days. And so that's, that's like, the hard part. But I felt, right. like, something I've never thought of is the truth lies in between the first and the 40 of the drink. If you take mm-hmm. the first drink as birth and the last drink as death, And that like somewhere along your path, you're going to find your way and you're going to find your truth. I don't know. I know that's probably not how she means it, but I'm very much in like a place right now where I'm like, ah, but my life between life and death, like I'm finding my way. So I I liked that reflection today. I don't know if that makes any sense, but that's where I'm at today. Yeah, it makes sense to me. And when you say you've pulled this song a lot, it's true. I think you, the last time you pulled it was just in either June or July this oh year. Oh, my gosh. So it's, it, it really needs to be heard and, and dissected, I think, that that little button or that little round <laughs> chip <laughs> is falling out of the bag so often for a reason. I feel like some of these chips are weighted. You know, like, mm-hmm. there's, there's times where I will, like, sometimes I will reject a chip. Like, if I've pulled it two days in a row and then it comes up again, like, I was being assaulted by the power of Orange Knickers recently. Oh my gosh. Uh, it just won't stop coming out of the bag. I don't know why, but I think Concertina is saying like you gotta trust the process and you'll find your way somewhere or you'll you'll sober up in time. You'll find a fierce calm. Something. Right. Yeah. How do you uh, feel about the song? You like the song? I do. I love it. It was over the years, it was never a favorite of mine um until very recently. And, and it's uh shown itself in a new way to my ears. And mm. I just I do, I love it. I love it. I love the circling melody. It's, I don't know. It's just the way she plays it. And the <laughs> Ephraim, I really like concertina. You do? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> so you're a fan oh of Tori? Goodness. You're a, t- a fan of her I, music? Yes, I am. Yeah, she's okay. Good. Mm-hmm. We've invited you here. So I have a couple of things we're going to do. I pulled a Prism Oracle card for concertina, but I haven't looked at it yet because I like to look at it live on the show. So Okay. Um, and then we're going to try to figure out how this relates to Concertina, or if it does at all. And we pulled Illumination, which is mm. the yellow family of cards. Let me find it. And it says, drawing this card is like turning on a light in a pitch black room. When the room is dark, it can feel unfamiliar, scary, and mysterious. However, once the lights are on, you can see and feel the truth of your situation and approach what you've illuminated with a deeper knowing and ease. How do you feel like that relates? Like you can see the truth and she's talking about the truth lying in between the first and the 40th drink. I like that. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, like the illumination over time fits actually really perfectly with that. It's giving like calm down. It's giving like relax, be a fierce calm and you everything will work out. That's what right. I'm feeling with all of this today. <laughs> Ephraim, uh, yeah, don't include this. I mess my microphone's falling down. <laughs> I'm going to tighten it. I'm Guess sorry. The first song is that I got to include that. It's our blooper. <laughs> okay, I think we're good. Okay, good. I was watching a Britney Spears video of her doing Oops, I Did It Again on Saturday Night Live and her head mic, she kept like adjusting the back of it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, oh no, poor girl, poor Britney. 
Are you buying her book? I don't know anything really about Britney Spears except for all the, you know, drama. I've never, I've never followed her career or really been a fan. So no, I don't, I don't. Uh, do you think that she actually wrote it or yes. do you think that she had like a ghostwriter? No, I think that she sat with Ann Powers. <laughs> like she, oh. I don't think Tori wrote, <laughs> I don't think Tori wrote piece by piece. I'm sure that like all of that's just interviews. It sounds exactly how she talks. And I feel like mm -hmm. it's probably the same way. I pre-ordered Britney's book and I was one of nine million people to do so, and it was the highest sales of any nonfiction book of all time. Previously, really? yes, previously the highest record was set by Prince Harry when he did his book. He was previously the highest pre-sales of all time with three million. She mm. tripled him wow. with nine million. Yes. Yes, and it's That's I. Amazing. And it was an amazing book. I listened to it all in one sitting. Mm -hmm. Came out last week. Get on it. She spills the tea. Um I didn't realize there was even an audiobook. Um, I do follow uh, your good friend Pete Zayas, and he talks about Britney Spears a lot. So I, I actually started following her on Instagram because I wanted to have context for all the things he was talking about. <laughs> and the knife twirling recent video. Yes. Was twirling. What is with the, the twirling, first of all? You know, which, twirling <laughs> is a, have you ever tried to twirl, first of all? Have you ever tried to twirl? Because I mean, I've tried to do those Britney dances, and twirling is not easy. It's not huh. like to twirl with the speed that she has so it's like a mm -hmm. skill so I feel like it's her go-to move you know like it's her yes said if you know what I'm just saying okay you know of course <laughs> like yeah totally it's like her yes all right I get it honey yeah so <laughs> but the knives I think was a joke because of it was October okay. it was October it was Halloween I think that's why she, I hope that's why she did it <laughs> into the mind of Britney I love Britney so much okay I know you're gonna be devastated when I'm gone from Never Shut Up. Oh, yes, of course. So I have pulled out this book, 14,000 Things to Be Happy About. And I want to give you something to be happy about. So I love to hear it. Tell me when to stop. I'm going to thumb through the pages and tell me when to stop. Okay. Thumb, thumb, stop. Up. Oh, okay. And now I'm going to thumb up and down the page until you tell me when to stop. I'm thumbing. I'm thumbing. <laughs> okay. Country okay. fresh food. <laughs> That's Ooh. What, yeah. So whenever you miss me, think of country mm -hmm. fresh food. What does that mean to you? Okay. Um, well, that immediately makes me think about like out here where I live. I live in Brentwood in the East Bay in California. And there's lots of like cherry tree orchards and, you know, picking of apples and there's like strawberry fields and things. And I love to do that around, you know, it's actually begins around Mother's Day weekend. So oh, wow. that's what that's what farm fresh is to me, like all the yummy fruits and vegetables. Uh-huh where I live. And of course, I don't know that I've ever really enjoyed like a farm fresh egg right there out of the chicken, but that would be something <laughs> I think would be yummy. <laughs> right there out of the chicken. <laughs> right out of the chicken. The problem that I didn't convey to you is that these uh, pythons are laying their eggs and more pythons are like popping out all the time. Speaking of yeah, eggs. I wanted to get a little bit more information on that whole thing. Like, what is, yeah, I mean, are they just like in people's swimming pools, kind of like alligators are sometimes in Florida? I'm, I'm looking like... it up. Python invasion has exploded out of the Everglades. An ambitious new paper produced by the U.S. Geological Survey found that the python population has exploded in only 20 years Oh my God, these pythons. You have a python. No offense. You have no, a... no, no. <laughs> How did you uh, become a fan of snakes? I mean, I they are beautiful, but actually it was my daughter who, it, they're her snakes. So when actually she brought the idea 
towards us at first. I was like, I don't know. We've got cats and, you know, I'm just worried about this. And I just wasn't quite sure. I wasn't scared or grossed out by snakes. I just had never, we never had a reptile. So I didn't know how to feel about it. But when she brought them into the house, they're just so beautiful and so calm. And the way they move is just so kind of soothing to just kind of sit there and watch them as you're holding them. Um, I mean, I love creatures of all sorts. I just don't want to have like a tarantula. That's the only... <laughs> I guess the snakes, if I were to look at them as like, I just have to, yeah, I fine. But I'm looking at a picture of them right now. And even in this article, it says that they're beautiful. It says... Um, in the 1970s, Burmese pythons, which are admittedly beautiful, dappled in a rich pattern of mahogany, coffee, and taupe, became all the rage mm. in the exotic pet trade. But now they've, the population has exploded and they're moving north. And the reptiles invasion front has recently rolled through Broward and Palm Beach County and is moving up the state. Oh, no. I and, hope they're not like crossing highways and things. And, oh, that'd be terrible. Yeah. Do they have, are they smart? Are they smart? Are snakes smart? Uh, I think so. Is I mean, they're hunters, smart? right? Oh, yeah. They've got to be smart. Yeah, they have to have... I mean, I, I, we we <laughs> hand feed. We don't hand feed the <laughs> snake, but, you know, it doesn't really have to do much. So I can't tell you whether he's smart or not, but he just... He doesn't need to be smart because he just sits there and looks beautiful. Oh, well, cute. Okay. All right. Well, I'll accept an invitation into your home at some point <laughs> for those strawberries. Oh, good. And the cherry yeah, tea. come on up. Okay, great. You keep threatening to to come up here every time we speak, <laughs> and I've yet to see you. Yeah. <laughs> you know how hard it, you know how hard it is for me to want to go to the Bay Area. It's so expensive mm. out there. Yes, that's true. I mean, you of course have somewhere to stay. Although I don't live very close to San Francisco, it's like a forty-five minute drive. But you know, you could stay here, and that would cut the hotel. Oh, how, away. how close do you live to Saker? Um, Saker is north, so she's yeah, probably about an hour to like an hour and a half, possibly. Oh my god, traffic, we should all get together and like do something. I would love that. I oh, would that love would be that. fun. Oh, like a reunion. Yeah, come up here before you know while you're on this break from work. Seriously. Get up here and we could do we could maybe record one of the strange little girls episodes oh, that'd be together fun. and oh, you that'd and be fun. you and staker could finally wear your heart of gold sweaters together remember when <laughs> oh, we could do, do a photo shoot <laughs> ha, yes yeah. me and staker were supposed to do a costume thing for halloween and i couldn't find the right sweater for myself she could she came with it mm -hmm. i was stuck trying to find it in toronto the fascist state of toronto that's what madonna said <laughs> well I'm, you know, you're forgiven for not having the cool costume because that was the year that Tori actually judged your show, right? Yeah. The contest? Yeah. yeah. And she wagged her finger at me because Saker through the window told her he, he was supposed to dress up with me and he didn't. And she turned around and wagged her finger at me. Ma'am. <laughs> Ephraim, I, I can't believe you did that. Like, think about what you... <laughs> Like, that is so fucking amazing that you got her to do that, right? I, I, you know what? I forgot how cool that was. That was really yeah. cool. Yeah. And she was really hesitant to pick a winner. She didn't want anybody to feel like a loser. And I felt, I'm I thought sure. that was so sweet. Like, yeah. when there was really a clear winner, no offense to, everybody was amazing. But the clear winner was mm -hmm. breastfeeding Tori, the piglet. That was the clear winner, and she enjoyed that so much, but she was she was so afraid to say, like, she was like, well, everybody could tie. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> that's, not how, that's not how my mind works. I want to win. But yeah. So did the Pele Tori win? She did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yes. She got number one, yeah. but then everyone else got number two. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, I'm going to pick something in this book for me to be happy about when I leave. 
Ready? Okay, good. Yes. Um, inventing a new dance. However, I think my oh. finger actually landed right above that, which is house guests, which tells me that we should get together and do it. Yeah, sign number two. Also, I'm promoting my new venture, which is Drive All Night Radio, which should be up and running by uh, the end of the year. So every Ooh. episode we've ever produced on an endless loop on shuffle, like after the apocalypse, it'll be the only thing left. Just me and David speaking into the ether. <laughs> Have you mentioned this before? I'm sorry if I missed no, this I haven't. announcement, but that's really cool. I a Shea Stimac episode deserved a big announcement. So drive all night radio. That's so cool. Are you going to be allowed to include um, like live performances on that show? I think so. Yeah, I'm, I'm just uploading every episode we've ever done and uh-huh. everything like every, all the never shut ups all the tour all right. nights all of the every it's like the archive of everything but it won't flag or try to take the episodes down i if don't you think have so one. everything that we do on the main show is fair use it's like contextualized it's the new music mondays that have been giving me a problem because that's some of them are auto copyright detected on spotify and if mm-hmm. i use too big of a song um it'll get that has like a huge record label, then that gets auto flagged. So that's why they get taken down off Spotify, but they're always up on Apple podcasts. Well, I am so thankful that you'll be continuing with your new music Mondays because you have helped me discover so many new artists that I would have never heard of. And you just have such great taste in music. Oh my my God. I'm blushing. (laughs) Thank you for that. That's all I've ever wanted to hear. Oh, good. <laughs> when KCRW was looking for a new music programmer, I applied for the job and they didn't call me. So <laughs> could you believe it? Well, I'm like, have you followed my new Music Monday playlist? I said, <laughs> anyway, uh, Shay, we've come to the end of our Never Shut Up journey. Uh, you've been so, this show has been so great. And I just really admire how you have um, never censored yourself as far as your feelings and your thoughts in the moment over the years. I just really love how vulnerable you have been and opened up. And I just wish that I could kind of be that way with uh, more often. But um, but yeah, you'll be you'll be missed. But I'm glad that you're moving on to uh, produce the other show. Yeah, so. to get let, let's get through this catalog, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but yay, you're amazing. Thank you for saying that. Thank you, thank you. I feel like oh, a lot yeah. of times I've uh, shared too much. So no, <laughs> thank you. No, never. Oh, yeah. You've produced many a tear in my eye. Oh, stop! Over the years. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> In a good way. <laughs> okay, good. Okay. Yeah. Well, Shay, this has been wonderful. I can't think of a better way to start our last round of guests with me as the host before Rose ushers in a whole new crop of guests. I would be remiss to start with anyone else. Shay, you've done so much work on this show. You're an instrumental, vital part of the show. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. This is our show, you, me, and David. It's our show. So I hope you feel ownership of it. And we're still, you and I, right, as we record this, are still holding to finish the wrap-up of Venus. But hopefully by the time this is released, that'll be done too. Yeah. Oh, we have so many things in the pipeline. I know. It's so exciting. I'm looking forward to uh, all the albums to come. And, and just for myself, even, just learning as I as I go along in research. I That's one of the main parts that I love about helping you guys is that I learn so much about, oh, yeah? you know. You're like, yeah, oh. even... Yeah, I've had, you know, these works in my in my life for most of my life. And yet there's so much to be learned. So thanks for that. I, I just recently heard a, a 1996 interview that I'd never heard before. 
Mm-hmm. So, and that was, it was on YouTube. It's been on YouTube for like three years and it wasn't in my oh, like wow. bootleg. I have like a bootleg drive, you know, but I, and it wasn't there. I'm like, what? So. Yeah. That's, that's surprising to me too. When I come across things, but I had to do, I do have to give a shout out to Mr. Jason Elijah because he has been adding so much to his YouTube channel. Oh, um, nice. And it's, yeah, I've been such a wealth of, of information and just, yeah, cool quotes and live radio performances, et cetera, that I'd never heard or seen. So thank you, Jason. Thank you, Jason. Yes, said.com, of course. And before we leave, Shay, I need you to tell me your favorite serial song so I could include it here before New Music Monday. Oh, gosh. Thank you for, for giving him the plays here. Um, oh, yes, of the, course. My but favorite... you know what? I'm sure it's hard for you to pick just one when you're the muse of the work. <laughs> I could say a lot about that. But anyways, <laughs> um, my favorite album by my husband, Dennis, who goes by Serials, is uh, Plastic Heart is the name of the album. And my favorite song on the album is the first track. It's called Blood in My Backseat. Roll it, Oliver. We're going to play Blood in My Backseat by Cereals. And Shay, thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, my God. I'm going to miss you. Thank you. Uh, I'm not going anywhere. I know. As if we're not doing this whole other project together. Okay. (laughs) Bye. Bye.
Touch 
you're gonna tell the doctor that you can't sleep And you're up every night until three choices you regret There's no place to hide from the prophecy Since nobody told you it falls to me There's only one
Overhear two folk talk and mentally give them my own two thoughts. I'll never have my phone die in an open space and not know what to do with the emotions on my face. Never again I'll read those books I'll never read. I'll never again water the dead flowers in my house. Sometimes your attitude's your only limit. Sometimes you're the statue, but mostly you're the pigeon. I got greedy with the talking, should have gave a little listening. But that's like a toilet complaining about pissing. I'll get no grave, but the sea, I wish a pauper's grave. No eulogy, just a for fuck's sake. I'll never stand and skim stones into a lake and wonder whether one day there'll be none left because they're all in the lake. Bad things have to happen on a roll. The world gave me its phone to look at just one photo, but I had to have a scroll. I can see another bright sunny day without me in it. Die and deserve it or fight and surf back. I'm nobody, but nobody's perfect. I feel like when you do a good job in an argument but it goes too well and she ends up sobbing in the garden God when I'm in shit, that's when I need him I'm supposed to be an atheist, where do I begin? They are all atheists, they all agree But which God is it that you don't believe in? I can see another bright sunny day Without me in it Never get to attempt to still my head To write the perfect drunk text that I will regret Trust your dog to always mind your house But never trust your dog to ever mind a meal Before he turns around three times before he lies down I'm too old for this shit, kill me while I'm young I'll die for my beliefs and I'll still be wrong I'll never again see the evening sun go orange Never get to overhear two folk talk And mentally give them my own two thoughts I'll never have my phone die in an open space And not know what to do with the emotions on my face I can see another bright sunny day Without me in it 
another bright and sunny day without me in it.
Never Shut Up is a production of the Sideways Society. For more information and links to things mentioned on the show, please visit us online at songsoftoriamus.com. Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up. <laughs>